Welcome to the Nikki and Julie podcast, where women are connecting with women to enrich, uplift, and encourage in our everyday journey of life. And now, here's Nikki and Julie. Hello, Nikki. Welcome to the podcast today. Hey, Julie. How you doing? Hey, hey, I'm doing great. You know, uh, this was the day that uh, husband took off for a few days and I'm home alone. Oh, oh, (laughs) that sounded like, wow, you're, that's great. Hey, I get it. I I know. (laughs) Mine, I get it. Mine has been gone now for three days. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) But hey, but I've got my mother-in-law here with me. So yes, oh, you've got a helper. So, yes, I have a helper. So it makes it makes me feel better. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I get it. I get that. Absolutely. So what do we have going on today, Julie? Well, I am so excited about today because we are going to have our first guest, our first interview today on the Nikki and Julie podcast. I'm so excited about it because of who it is. And the message that she has and the experiences that she has had that nobody's going to want to miss this. So Mm. uh, it's, it's going to be very, very powerful. It's going to be good stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'm really, really interested in hearing from her and hearing her story because it's, it's a pretty powerful one. And it's, um, it's, it's one that also makes you take a step back (laughs) And just just realize the great gifts, um, or I shouldn't say realize it, maybe remember those gifts that God has given to us and how, how, how life really is. Mm -hmm. Um, It can go by Mm -hmm. so fast. It can go by so fast. So I'm, I'm really interested in hearing from her. Absolutely. So um, I see that she has joined us. Yes. And. And Becca, are Hello. you with us? Hello, can you hear me? Yes, we hear yes. you. Hi, Becca. Great. I apologize some technical difficulties. Um, no worries. <laughs> so. This is oh. great. Great. Becca, Becca, you don't know how many times that we have gone through technical difficulties, right? <laughs> oh, that's why I was like, this is fabulous. She, yeah, I know. She's here. <laughs> That's wow. what we live in, at least at work. It's like one <laughs> thing after the next. It's just, you can't get away from it. So yeah. it can be really helpful, but uh, sometimes annoying. <laughs> Very true. Very true. Yeah, absolutely. Becca, I've introduced you um, just in the, in the form that you have a powerful story. You've had some incredible experiences. So in just, um, in just a short bit, or maybe just a couple minutes, Share with us this time in your life that has changed you. What happened? When did it happen? And how has that affected you? Absolutely. Um, I guess we could start with what happened. Um, I cannot guarantee that I won't get through this without crying. So I have some tissues. Uh, it is okay. Definitely difficult. Um, and this is the first time I've really... Um, talked about it kind of openly with a broader audience. So just give me, give me grace. Uh, but uh, for those who don't know, um, on March 3rd, 2020, 
there was a series of storms that produced tornadoes throughout Tennessee. So starting the late hours of March 2nd into March 3rd, um, that killed 25 people in Tennessee. And there were several tornadoes that were produced from that storm system. And the worst of the tornadoes that night um, was an EF4 tornado that uh, struck Putnam County, um, killing 19 people. And of those 19 people um, in Cookville, uh, Baxter area of Tennessee, um, three of them were my family. Uh, so from their development, there were nine people um, that died uh, from the tornado that uh, just wreaked havoc on just where that area of Cookville was. And um, so my brother, Josh, and my sister-in-law, Aaron, and my nephew, Sawyer, were um, three of the ones that died that night in the storm. And um, yeah, it was basically uh, just the worst day of my life. And many, many people, I would say, would say the same thing um, because it was the whole community that was just utterly devastated um, because they haven't had a storm that strong in a very long time. And um, it was just a really awful, awful day. Um, and so that's, that's kind of the, the gist of what happened at a very, very high level. There was so much that happened that day. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if you wanted to talk through my day or just in, you know, in general, what happened was just um, utter, yeah utter devastation um in terms of natural disaster um yeah yeah it it was I remember that day of tornadoes since I I live in Tennessee as well and not far from Cookville Mm -hmm. so I remember I remember that day Becca you shared with me one time what you found or what was found at the site of where the home was for your for your family um Yes, the, there was... the, the, the storm, it, it pretty much devastated their, their home. Mm. Yeah, it was completely leveled. I remember um, we basically, the next day, because I was coming in from Connecticut, and the just March 3rd was just utter chaos. And um, on March 4th is when uh, my husband and I were there and the first day that we were able to approach their home and got to see it for our own eyes. Cause we hadn't really watched the news cause we knew it was bad. And uh, you know, we were just trying to, <laughs> it was just utter chaos on third, on the third. And mm-hmm. um, so anyway, we, we got to Tennessee and on the fourth um, my husband and uh, ended up being my husband, my dad, and uh, Aaron's brother, Matt Pitts. Uh, we happened to be going at the same time and were able to get on the, the premises. Um, and we basically walked the path of the tornado because the closest we could park was Double Springs Church of Christ. And we walked for about like a mile and a half through debris, trees, huge trees torn down. And once you got to like the crest of the hill, of Henley Street or Henley Drive um, is where you could just see everything was leveled. I mean, just house after house, there was not a vertical member standing. And I just remember 
just looking at Josh and Aaron's house and just being like, how, how is this even possible? I mean, mm-hmm. even the, you know, the like we had just been there for Sawyer's birthday and um, just the bedroom that we slept in, Sawyer's bedroom, I mean, the whole floor was gone. I mean, you just saw the ground. Like it totally, it was a clean slate, the floor. Um, mm-hmm. So there was just the foundation. And, um, and throughout... We found all kinds of stuff, um, but uh, probably the one thing I told Julie, which was just the craziest thing, um, was somebody had found his Bible, and I was actually, when I was looking at um, his Bible, it was in the warehouse at ATC where Josh worked, and I opened the Bible, and I was cleaning it off, and on the back cover, or back inside cover, um, he had written a couple different scriptures, and he had written a quote um, that was, I guess, really impactful to him. And it said, um, I cannot change the direction of the wind, but I can adjust my sails to reach my destination. Mm. And it just took my legs out from under me. Like I just crumbled on the floor because I was just like, how, how, I don't know, uh, applicable I guess is that I mean Hmm. they had no choice of where the wind would be where that tornado would go and it it was a direct hit to their house I mean it was in the middle of the the path of the tornado and you know uh (laughs) from a spiritual perspective um you know they they adjusted their sails so that they knew where they were going um at the end of life and it it just it continues to be, I mean, it's something I have on my desktop at work is like a snippet of the picture I took of his Bible. And I just had to share it with my family and just say, like, I can't believe I'm reading this because I had no idea he wrote that in his Bible. Um, but mm. it was just <laughs> so hard to process in that time. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That, that is something, Becca. I'm, I'm over here listening to you and oh, bless your heart. I, that is that is a lot to take in. I, I can't even imagine. Yes. But finding finding something so special written mm-hmm. by your brother, something that you're going to carry with you. Like, that's, that's with you now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it's something that will stick in your mind for the rest of your life. Like, now that's something that you have started to take on. Like, you know what? As hard as this is, I don't, I don't have my brother right here next to me. Mm-hmm. But that is so powerful. I literally have goosebumps thinking that you were the one who found that. And, and now you get to carry that with you. That's. Mm. Yeah, every day. I mean, it's it, it, like, especially going from that to COVID to just all these trials that popped up between you know March 3rd and now like it's it just helps kind of level set things and put everything in perspective that really we're gonna face trials uh we're gonna face um you know tribulations but I just think you know Jesus says take heart I've I've overcome the world and it just kind of it puts everything in perspective of like I can't control a lot of the things that happen in my life. Um, mm-hmm. But I can control the direction of my sales and I can 
control what I focus my mind on. And uh, Mm. for us and our family, you know, it's been a huge just shifting gears, I think, for all of us to just reassess and refocus on God, um, because he's really the only one um, Mm. who who is able to get us through this. And Mm -hmm. um, it's, yeah, it's, it's just something you carry with you every day where, um, you know, I know struggles at work where problem, like I'm an engineer. And so problems are, I mean, that's my job, right. It's to deal with problems. Right. And, um, it's, it just all pales in comparison, you know, right. like just to say at the end of the day, you know, um, all that matters is, you know, your relationship with God and where right. you're going to spend eternity. Like it, it boils down to something very, very simple. Um, yeah. Is, you know, make sure you love God and you love others. And that's, yes, that's mm. it. Well, uh, Becca, I've got a, I've got a question. Um, it, it, is there, or was there a tendency to blame God when this tragedy took place? I think yes and no. Uh, I kind of mm-hmm. went through phases of this where mm-hmm. uh, I think at the beginning, I felt kind of, I felt like Job, you know, Job went through sure. something very similar. Um, his was much worse, uh, but he did lose, you know, his children to a great wind. And so mm-hmm. um, to have their house knocked down on them and they're killed. And, and so his first reaction, you know, was to basically mourn and praise God. And that's kind of how we all were. It was just like, um, perplexed and confused and distraught and I Mm -hmm. just remember thinking like there's I I literally cannot take a physical step without God and I just kept thinking of well it's the song based on Joshua 1 9 where it's you know it's saying be strong and courageous and do not be frightened do not be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go yes and I just kept singing that that kind of church camp song in my head like be strong and courageous god is with you um he'll never forsake you and i just kept like i don't know right there i was like i had i don't even know how to process this but i know i need to be close to god and then over time um i would say that kind of morphed and i you know kept searching for answers you know like uh, i think and I think Job went through this um, where he starts to question God and yes. God puts him in his place, you know. And so I kept getting these questions of like, you know, why would he let this happen? I kept searching for answers and like, how could anything good come from this and why? Like, it felt like everything was a sacrifice and that it was it became harder and harder to see the good. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll say that's when my my prayer life started to kind of shift to mm. be a little more stagnant because mm-hmm. I was kind of, I think Julie and I talked about this, uh, that I kind of felt like a, just a child, you know, like I was, I be, I was angry. I was, um, hurt and I didn't know how to communicate it because I've never talked to God that way. You know, I've never had something like this happen where I had some really big emotions that I, I did not know how to handle. And, just I started to blame them you know because Mm -hmm. I was like if you know like Job never got the backstory to his story but we know that Job 
um, was basically a, a kind of a test uh, for for Satan, and and God allowed these things to happen to him. And you read about, um, you know, like God allowing it to happen, mm-hmm. and you read about God being in control and being totally sovereign throughout the rest of the Bible, like in Daniel, and uh, you know, even Paul preaches about like he breathes life into us every day, like. Yes. No doubt he could have stopped that tornado. And so I got to this really weird place where I'm like, I just don't understand. And why would you do this to us mm-hmm. when all this mm-hmm. other stuff is happening? Like, why would you do this to us? And so um, I got to a really dark place then um, because I was uh, basically distancing myself from God, which if you're in a, you know, a depressed state or a suffering from something tragic like this it just gets darker you're in a darker hole Mm -hmm. and um that's when I started talking to Julie uh Julie helped me out and uh Mm. and one of my really good friends um Bailey she both of y'all basically told me um something pretty I I I think it, it was just really I don't know, an aha moment for me um, where both of y'all were like, he already knows what you're feeling. He already knows what you're thinking and what's in your heart. So you might as well just talk to him about it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, I can't do that. And you just kept nudging me, you know, just to, mm-hmm. just to say, I don't know how to handle this. And I don't know how to talk to you and share these things with you. Um, but but here it is, you know, just laying it all out there. Like, like I'm having a conversation with, um, you know, somebody mm-hmm. in front of me and yes. it just become, just became so much, I guess, more real, um, where it was, I was like having a conversation with a friend where it's like, you've hurt me. I, I feel betrayed and I'm angry and I'm resentful and I don't know what to do with this. Mm-hmm. And I want to trust you, but I don't know how, because mm-hmm. I was just really struggling with that. And then that was, I think a a big change for me was just in my whole prayer life and just life in general, just being able to give everything over Mm -hmm. and just totally submit and just totally like, there's no barrier and it's not this picture perfect. um, I don't know, Christian walk, I guess, you know, where I I, just before this, I think I had, you know, I want to do the right things and say the right things, but this was just like, messy and I was just mm-hmm. like yes. passing messy. it all over and just laying it all out there and it it made a huge difference and I, I can't even tell you what that was but I was able to um I guess start praying more specifically yes of how how to work on those things and my my prayer life trained like changed to something more like spiritual uh more mental like I was I was very I guess not focused on a lot of physical things although those are still important to pray Mm -hmm. for but it's just like I was I don't know just much more intentional with my prayers Um, right they each word was more weighty I guess and you know even just identifying you know um like uh you know help help my my doubts help help me trust you because I want you and it's like I just think of uh I don't remember where but somebody does tell Jesus like help my unbelief and when Mm -hmm. I read that I was like hey he's telling Jesus like he he wants to believe but he has some doubts and um 
I think that was helpful for me to realize that I could say those things and to say the things that I struggle with and just to to pray for God to to move in me and move in others to help me see that you know he is there he's not going to forsake me and um that I may not know all these answers just like Job like Job didn't have answers and exactly um, exactly just to trust in him and it's very difficult it's not it's not a a light switch you know on and off you know right it's a it's a long journey yeah um yeah it, it it is a long journey and I think that just watching you go through this journey like I have I've I've seen this incredible attachment that I that you have developed um with with Jesus mm, with yeah. with your savior mm-hmm. and uh, you know I I I'm witnessing that um seeing that in you um one of the, one of the things I think sometimes that that maybe we don't talk about enough when tragedy strikes is how does it, how does it change you? Mm. How does, how does tragedy like this, you've lost three people and how old was Sawyer? He had just turned two. He had just turned two. Mm -hmm. So you have this beautiful family that's gone in an instant and your life has changed, but you know, I know, you change too. Mm-hmm. So what, what's different about you, Becca? What's different? Oh, um, that's a good question. <laughs> it's a deep question. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think sometimes it's hard to see ourselves and how we've changed. Um, but even just looking back at, um, you know, memories or old posts or old pictures or, I don't know, just kind of trying to reflect on that. I I think, I think I'm more focused on, on the things that are most important. Um, I, I really felt like, uh, just now versus pre tornado, um, you know, my priorities and my values were misplaced and I, I was definitely a Christian, you know, and following Christ, but, um, I, I think I had some pretty warped views about myself and um, put my, I think my, oh, just, I guess the definition of who I was, um, was, was not solely based on Christ. And I think that has been a big change for me, which has helped in tremendous ways, not just in dealing with this, but also in dealing with um, self-esteem, like confidence issues or depression. I mean, it just totally changes other things that I've struggled with even before. And I think you, I think I've found freedom in Christ. And even though that's, you know, sad times still come Mm. and things are still incredibly challenging, you know, it's not like once you're with Jesus, it's a walk in the park. Uh, it's, it's just, you know, he's there and, you know, you're just kind of hanging out and, and hanging on to him, you know, and you're abiding in, in Christ and abiding Mm -hmm. in God. And Mm -hmm. I think that has really changed. It's kind of reduced the burden on Mm -hmm. me. You know, I think it's a good way to put it. Yeah. And and Mm -hmm. just to take on that, you know, where he says like, come on, come unto me, all you who are heavy, I will give you rest. 
And so I have had all these heavy, you know, burdens that I've been kind of tugging along with me. Um, and I had just kind of a, like a warped sense of myself and um, even God, you know, just not understanding, you know, his, his interaction in my life. And anyway, it, it's just, I, I found a, a lot of freedom and hope mm-hmm. in Jesus. And just to know, um, I mean, a, a big thing for me is just knowing that he is sovereign and that God is, is the God of Jacob and or Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. You know, I, I read that passage and that was kind of an aha moment for me where I was like, God, God is the God of Josh and Aaron and Sawyer. Like he, mm. they are still alive. In oh. him. And mm-hmm. all these people, I mean, it just, I don't know. It just totally shifted my view. Um, when I, I kind of just really took everything and put it at the feet of Jesus. Like it's, it's totally freed up um, just so many different areas mm-hmm. of my life, um, which resulted in, in joy and being able to, to cope with a lot of this um, that is really hard. And I think a lot of people are going through a tremendously hard time with COVID mm-hmm. and even the people still suffering from the tornadoes, like our family still struggles, you know, it, it's not over. Uh, it's something you carry with you every day. And so just being able to to go through a day, you know, and to know that God is providing for you and is taking care of every need and to not be anxious about tomorrow mm-hmm. or the next day. Like it's mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just yeah. green. Becca, that's I'm I'm I am grasping every single word, which is why I'm kinda of quiet over here. <laughs> I I literally am. I'm that's just talking a lot. <laughs> no, I that's the whole point. We we want to we want to hear from you, and I, mm-hmm. hearing hearing what you've just said, I can tell you, I personally know several people very close to me who they had a very tough time when someone very dear to them passed away, mm-hmm. and some of them had such a rough time. They couldn't find their way back. Mm-hmm. And what I'm hearing from you, what I am hearing just in your voice is hope. Mm-hmm. And there are so many, um, not just Christians, lots of people who have lost loved ones. I feel that they've lost that hope. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this question that popped up as you're talking is how did you, how did you just grab on to such hope? I know that you had Julie to talk to and mm-hmm. obviously your family mm-hmm. there, there had to have been something there that kept you that, that kept you, you know, I'm confused. I don't know why this is happening. <laughs> no, really? Like, because yeah. things like this, like you said, mm-hmm. can absolutely take the wind out of you mm-hmm. um, and, and, and maybe even make you question and have these conversations with God. Like, wh- where's all this coming from? Or, I mean, are yeah. you trying to teach me something through this? I mean, what is it? Yeah. But I'm just hearing such hope in your voice mm-hmm. that I know that there are many people who just have lost that hope and they struggle with that and actually 
left, they left God. And, and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, instead of drawing closer to him, they just, it just, the burden just became so heavy, Mm -hmm. almost like they just couldn't, they, they couldn't, Mm -hmm. they couldn't grasp on any longer to um, a God who would allow such a thing. Yep. Right. So you mentioned Job. God allowed that too. He He allowed that too. And I, I think there are times where certain things will come up in our lives that are just heavy. They're absolutely mm-hmm. heavy. And you do, you do have those questions like, where, where's this coming from? And, you know, but then there are times where you, do we, do we question, you know, is this really something from God? Like God is trying to test me yeah. with stuff. Like, is this mm-hmm. really from God or Hey, how do I not know that there's some conversation going on? <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, I, yeah. you know, consider my servant Becca. <laughs> right. Really? Like consider her. She, you, you know what? This, this may be coming down the pop and I've got my girl. I'm holding on to her. She may not see me, feel me, but I've got her mm-hmm. because I know that this is coming. Try my servant and Becca, I'm telling you, that's all I'm hearing right now in your voice is hope. And even through this weird despair, just still trying to figure out how to move forward, even through holidays, right? I mean, goodness, you've got holidays coming up, yep. which would be what? The, is this the second se- holiday yep. season yep. With, without them? Um, how do y'all cope through that? How do you cope? Through these times, obviously there's going to be triggers, right? You will have triggers right. that will come along and you'll, you'll, you know, you'll remember things but during the, the holiday season. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what is, do y'all have a, as a family, is there something special that y'all have started doing um, to remember them or you know, is, yeah. is holiday time a time where it's, you know, your feelings are still kind of all over the place. You know, everybody's feeling a little weird. They don't really know mm-hmm. how to act, you know, or mm-hmm. react, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, what to say, what not to say. Yeah. How, how, how was that first holiday season? Oh, it was horrible. <laughs> oh. It was extremely difficult. Uh, mm. And COVID just made everything worse. Uh, right. So, you know, do we get together? Do we not? And it was like at this time where the, best thing for us to do was to be together yes um was a time when you were either risking a lot to be together uh, because you didn't know right uh like you didn't know what the outcome would be because our our family is pretty um distant physically Mm -hmm. Um, we're, we're still very connected um you know talking over the phone but you know i live in connecticut and uh you know, so just for us to kind of navigate that was a whole other realm of difficulty where, mm-hmm. um, you know, the best thing to do was to be together. And um, you, we were thankfully able to make that happen to some extent, at least our immediate family. Mm-hmm. And um, that definitely had its share of difficulties, um, you know, and I will say the holidays, coming out of the holidays and just going through the holidays, um, which were such a, a joyful time right? Um, in our lives, uh, was, it was the most, it, it was almost as difficult as March 3rd. And mm. um, I know soon after that is when um, I actually started talking to Julie okay. and because I was like, 
this is the, probably the darkest hole I've been in and I need help. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, so, you know, I, I was, you know, trying to pray, but at that time I was still dr- like struggling with these, um, questions with God and I didn't know how to talk to him. So, I was, you know, so with the holidays and COVID and, um, not being able to talk to God in a way that was, I guess, productive or, um, you know, I wasn't letting him in, mm-hmm. um, was just, oh, it just was eating away at me. And, um, mm. anyway, uh, after that, uh, you know, I, I started, you know, praying more intentionally, like after talking with Julie and my friend, um, Bailey, um, you know, taking time off from work, uh, mm-hmm. our family, we're, I guess you could say, um, workaholics, uh, we are all very dedicated to our works. Um, you know, we're very passionate about what we do. Um, but just taking the time off to grieve and to remember and honor them, um, either doing the things that they cherished or that we enjoyed together. Mm -hmm. Um, just the holidays were always special because that's when we all came together and, uh, just were silly and goofy and, Oh, it was just the elephant in the room, you know, mm. where we were just all trying to, <laughs> I guess, make do because it was, it was just, just invariably hard. Um, and right. so uh, just being able to talk and spend what time we could with family was helpful um, to look at pictures and videos. And um, I actually shared uh, Bibles with all of my immediate family members um, with verses that I, I found helpful and mm-hmm. maybe they're helpful to somebody on here and they're, they're about hope. And if, if you don't mind, I no, I please. Read them. Yes, please. Um, so the two verses that I, I put in the front for them to read is, um, the first one is about hope and it's about Roman, uh, Romans 15 verses 13, um, that says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. And that's mm. kind of a, a verse that I just cling to a lot. There's a lot in Romans that I mm-hmm. cling to because I'm like, the Holy Spirit will pray for me when I don't know what to pray. Mm-hmm. Um, he He intercedes for me. Um, he will fill me with hope. And um I'll say I was probably pretty reserved about the Holy Spirit before all of this. And um, now I'm much more like mm-hmm. Holy Spirit filled me up. Uh, mm-hmm. I just, you know, it just, um, you know, just he, he know, found a place in your life. Yeah. I, yes. He found mm-hmm. a place in my life and it's just, um, you know, knowing where that hope come from, comes from, mm-hmm. um, I think has been incredibly helpful. And then I think just there are several verses um well, I'm going to the, the next one um, is just about, you know, the assurance of heaven um, mm-hmm. because this is a fallen world. And I just have to think about that a lot is like, this was not God's design. And, you know, there's going to be a, a place where there's no deaths or crying or, um, you know, hardships. And just, just to shift that perspective when mm-hmm. anything gets difficult is, um, you know, I think about the hope in the foundation, like we can have a firm foundation on this earth, but it's on, it's rooted in God. And, and there's Mm -hmm. no, there's no other thing on this earth that can help you through this. Um, And uh, so like Romans eight or yeah, Romans eight, first Corinthians 15. um, Mm -hmm. Those are big ones about um, 
you know, just Revelation, Revelations 21. I mean, just really, those are chapters that I've turned to where I just read about um, the love of God, you know, that he wants all things to work together for our good and, you know, the the resurrection and the glory Mm -hmm. that's coming. I mean, just very um, hopeful passages. And that's 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 really good. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. that's super important, especially Mm -hmm. when tragedy strikes. You're hiding Mm -hmm. the word in your heart. You know, yes. that's so yeah. important. So, yeah. so, so important. We yeah. cannot discount his word. We mm-hmm. cannot discount oh. how, how been, his word is comforting. It is. It is. And we've, I mean, we've just basically started reading a ton. I mean, I was sharing verses with my family. Um, you know, at the beginning, it was like every day I would send them verses. And then Philip and I had been reading um, the Psalms took on a whole new meaning for me. Yes. But it's just like. Um, all these emotions that you read them in the Psalms and, you know, just all the people of God who are, I I don't know, like you just see yourself in the Bible and then you see all these relationships that people have had with God and how you can have a relationship with God. Mm -hmm. And there's just all this stuff that just gives you hope. And it's really from prayer and from reading his word, trusting him. And um, the next verse that I put in their Bibles um, is from first Peter chapter one, starting in verse three, this is kind of a longer passage, but I thought the whole thing is just really what I look forward to. Right. So it's, um, blessed be the God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled and unfading kept in heaven for you who by God's power are being guarded through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. In this you rejoice though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been grieved by various trials so that the tested genuineness of your faith, more precious than gold that perishes, though it be tested by fire may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Though you have not seen him, you love him. Though you do not now see him, you believe in him and rejoice with joy that is inexpressible and filled with glory, obtaining the outcome of your faith, the salvation of your souls. And I just wow. read that and I'm just Goodness. like, how, how on earth does anybody get through mm. anything like this without God? And well, Jesus yeah, and Holy yeah. Spirit? it's just, they don't, they That's don't, it. it's they, very they, they don't, they fake, no. they fake it mm-hmm. sadly. And Mm -hmm. I just, this is what I love about you, Becca, is that you, you have just, you have just come into his word and you have just taken it on and, and you are such a testimony Mm. to the rest of the world about how you have worked through and are still processing, but have overcome Mm -hmm. many parts of, of this tragedy one of the things I wanted to do as we wrap up here mm-hmm. is I want to ask you, Becca, what do the rest of us need to know about Josh, Aaron, and Sawyer? In <laughs> just the few minutes we have, what's the, what do we need to know about them? Well, the main thing you need to know about them is that they loved God and they were faithful to him and they, did their very best to put him first in their lives and wanted to be holy uh, because he is holy. 
and I know there's some of uh, I, I'm I don't know if y'all know, but there was, um, I guess, a, an ask for people to sing Holy, 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 which was mm-hmm. um, one of Sawyer's favorite songs that he liked to sing, even as a two-year-old. Like, Aww. he would find that that song in basically any songbook that you would show to him. Like, he couldn't read, but mm. he could. He knew the song. And the, the other song that he really liked uh, was Only a Holy God. Um, which I had never heard until after the funeral and mm. was blown away by that song um, and that a two-year-old would really like it. But anyway, like Josh, Josh and I had this really, um, I guess, kind of interesting discussion uh, the Sunday before the tornado um, about the holiness of God. And we were watching this, this video on God's holiness from the Bible project. And oh, it, it just, we were so kind of in just totally encased in this uh, or I don't know, we were just captivated by this discussion about God's holiness. And, Mm -hmm. and um, anyway, it's just like holiness is just the theme that I I keep coming back to for them, like holiness and love and that, you know, they, they would want everyone that they know or everyone in the world to, to have the, the salvation and the freedom and the joy and peace that they found in God um, and, and through Christ. And so it's just, that was their main priority. And, um, you know, they did it and they tried to share that with other people, um, you know, through their joy. They were very funny people, uh, very goofy and very silly. And they were just really fun to be around. And Josh and Aaron, you know, were but they were very different from each other you know josh is very unorganized and uh, just (laughs) silly and aaron was like holding it all together and was so prepared and um you know she was a school teacher and then you have sawyer who's just like this mix of the two and just kind of silly and um kind of shy and uh you know just very innocent and so Mm -hmm. they Mm -hmm. you know just you know, anyone who knows uh, them would say the same that, you know, they they loved their family. They loved God. They loved, um, you know, everyone they cross paths with and mm-hmm. they would want the best for those those people and for everyone yeah, in the world. That's wonderful. Yeah. Well, they they are still sharing. And that's why we wanted to have mm-hmm. you on today, because and I want you to know, Becca, that that they have through you touched lives of others Amen. and they still and they always will. And I love you, sister. Mm, so, so you good. Too. Becca, thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time out to be with us today and um, to allow our listeners to come into your heart. And I pray, 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 pray. Julie and I both pray that um, this will touch the hearts of those who need to hear it. And just through your words, um, we'll find find that hope that hope that they may not be experiencing right now so thank you Mm -hmm. thank you thank you so much for coming on and sharing your heart with us well thank you it's definitely been uh a joy i was really nervous about it but when you you know so many people are hurting um i know several people who have lost people in the last year from covid and um you know various other things and just to to share that joy with someone if they can't find it that it is accessible and so I just 
appreciate the opportunity to to share you know god's love absolutely um, all right love us so Wonderful. thank you very much for inviting me so you're absolutely welcome. thank you're you a blessing to us too <laughs> well thank you to our listeners thank you so much for listening in and we look forward to another episode next week Thank you for listening to the Nikki and Julie podcast. Join us every Tuesday and Thursday for more exciting conversations. And remember, be real, be true, and be you.